Thanks for joining me in the third episode of Inner Out. I'm really sorry for being a week late with this episode. I have been swamped with a few assignments that need my urgent attention. Without wasting any more of your time, let's jump in. Since our school days, we have been taught that there are two types of business models, which are either business facing, B2B, which are companies like Oracle, Slack, Beaver, LinkedIn, etc., that cater their products to other businesses. The other one, which is consumer-facing, which is B2C companies like Coke, Lay's, P&G, Nestle, Nike, etc., where companies sell their products to consumers like you and me. I have worked as a sales rep in both the business environments, where we cater to businesses and consumers, and I learned some really interesting concepts from experience that I want to share with you today. Hopefully, it will help you someday when you're starting your own company. and need to decide who you want to cater to before jumping in just to make it sound better than b2b and b2c again and again i'm going to say oracle and coca cola or coke respectively and while talking about either i will refer the salesman at these companies as you who is working for the company for example while talking about oracle i'll refer you as a salesperson of oracle while explaining things to improve your podcast experience so let's dig in customer relationships maintained in both scenarios have a different method and agenda now definitely the major agenda is to increase sales or just sell the product or service that you you have right and marketing and lead generation at oracle at oracle focuses on building personal relationships with the employees at the client company This helps in generating repeat business especially during a buying cycle. It gives an opportunity to you as a as a salesperson of Oracle to share what kind of business practices, ethics and morals are close to your heart. This will develop a personal connection with your client. I have noticed that when you create a connection with a client, there is a good chance that they will work with you again, maybe even pay you premium for the services or product that you offer. whereas marketing at coca cola is more about pushing your products towards your customers and developing transactional relationships such transactional relationships do not allow a salesperson to spend time for knowing each customer while making a sale you don't need to share personal values as such it's better to make consumer experience efficient by offering high quality products and minimizing the efforts in making their decision to buy the product Branding plays an important role in any business and it is maintained differently in both the scenarios as well. At Oracle, branding begins with consistency of presentation and deliverance of your products and services, while at Coca-Cola, branding is practiced by associating the company with a message. You might have seen various advertisements of Coke and such companies where their film has a deeper meaning which the customers relate to. Of course B2B companies can do that many times as well but it is just customary they can sell their products or services even without advertisements that have a deeper meaning but just by communicating how their service is beneficial for their clients from my experience i believe the consumers are emotionally driven and corporate clients are more rationally driven in uh, decision making hence the difference between the advertisement goals of oracle 
and Coke. To be honest, I didn't even know that there was a company called Oracle until I was around 15 or 16. But of course, I knew about Coca-Cola since childhood because Thanda matlab Coca-Cola. For Oracle, decision-making has to be led by open communication and complete honesty. Because businesses will buy your product rationally. That is depending on the product's exact specifications. And for direct consumers, once they have identified their need, they already have an idea of what kind of product they would purchase, but are flexible while choosing a product that fulfills their need. What I mean by that is if I wanted to clean my house, I would buy a mop, right? But I will be flexible uh, in buying an expensive or a cheaper one depending on their functionalities, of course. And if I'm Walmart selling the mop, I would make sure that I would buy a mop with specifications that I want. And I wouldn't be very open to new kinds once I've decided to sell a specific model, right? My point is always think from your buyer's perspective. Everybody knows that there are billions of people out there. So assuming we are Coca-Cola, billions of people fall in our target audience. Whereas Oracle can sell their service to a few thousand or a few million businesses. What I'm trying to say is that as a B2C company, I have a huge number of potential customers as compared to a B2B company. It's definitely important as a B2C company to find their niche, but not in Coke's case. Say I'm a marketing agency making ads for both Oracle and Coca-Cola. It's important for me to learn the lingo and use it in my ads for Oracle. Since these customers are rationally driven in making decisions, the technical language is more effective. While for Coke, I have an opportunity to make the lingo or slangs for the consumers to remember the company by. Some great taglines are Zindagi ke saath bhi, Zindagi ke baad bhi. Pehle istamal kare, fir vishwas kare. Ajiyo dhandanadhan, ajiyo dhandanadhan. And many more, of course. Just to point out, most of these companies are B2C. For centuries, B2B and B2C were the only two business models in the market. But now, there is a new model which is becoming prevalent in the last few decades. B2B2C. Yes, you heard me right. B2B2C. The B2B2C model can best be described by looking at how a wholesaler or a manufacturer interacts with traditional B2B and B2C models. In those cases, the wholesaler or manufacturer sends goods to the B2B and those goods are then sold to the final consumer. In a B2B2C model, the wholesaler or manufacturer reaches the final consumer by either partnering with the B2B or directly selling to the consumer. Although there are many different ways this model works, I'm going to explain you using the example of Amazon. Amazon has actually mastered this business model and Amazon is where it is today because it has created a kind of a monopoly using this business model. As I said in the last podcast, monopolies are not formed only due to great product. There are many factors. Amazon has created a platform for manufacturers, wholesalers and B2B middlemen to sell their products to the consumers. 
any seller can virtually sell their products using this platform. You might have heard about Amazon FBA, which is based on this model exactly. Most of the e-commerce companies like Flipkart, Nike, Sheen, and many more have adopted this model. There is no defined B2B2C business model. There are various ways it can be designed and is definitely the future of businesses. When you start your own business someday or are working in a management position, just think about how you need to approach your customers, be it a business or a consumer, because both the methods are different and have their own set of challenges. B2B and B2C businesses are here to stay, but B2B2C business model is growing tremendously. Hope you like this episode. Please hit the subscribe button and share with your friends and family. Follow me on my Instagram page in out underscore the box. See you in the next episode of Inner Out.